0: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Daughter of a King. This is episode number six, but this is a very special one because I have a very, very special guest today, and this is the one and only Hannah. Yay! What's up, guys? <laughs> this is the best leader oh ever gosh. in the world. Stop. Sorry, John. Sorry, Jaden. Like <laughs> I know, I I'm know. Not sorry, I'm, I'm not sorry. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you know what? Head is the best. K head is the you. best of the best, and it's okay. Y'all can get sad about it, but it's true. Anyways, yeah. um, so today we have a very special topic. Mm. Mm-hmm. And it's, I a mean, one. it's a rough one. It's a very, very rough Buckle one. Buckle your seat belts. <laughs> um, But today's topic is about relationships. Mm. And this could be, this could be, and we have different relationships here. We have marriage, we have mm-hmm. a boyfriend and girlfriend, we have friendships, we have Family relationships, we side got chicks, we got whatever. <laughs> we got we got all of them. We got all of them guys. Um, but I don't just have questions that I chose, I have questions mm. people have sent me. And <laughs> we were talking about how we hopefully shouldn't like we don't wanna mess up. Yeah. We don't um, wanna give the wrong advice. <laughs> we don't wanna give the wrong advice. And to heads up guys, I've never been in a relationship before, but I've seen relationships all over me and I can definitely give some do's and don'ts on what I see in relationships. Yes.
1: She's seen, like, all 15 of mine, so
0: it's okay. <laughs> I've been there, people. <laughs> um, but I'm excited for today. Yay. So let's just get in with I'm the so first excited. question. So we have categories of different ones. So the yes. first one is relationships, just regular relationships. So like that, regular relationships. So first question is, what is a relationship? Oh,
1: <laughs> I didn't study for this test. Um, are we talking friendship? Are we talking let's, relationship? Let's do, in general? Yeah, let's do
0: that. Let's do let's do what is a friendship, and then we'll do because the main ones are friendship and Relief. dating and boyfriend. Okay, so we'll do that first. So what's okay. a friendship?
1: I think a friendship when you're talking like Christian friendship, it's mm-hmm. like two people who can encourage each other, love one another. You know, someone who's like always got your back. Yep. Like just someone that you can count on. Someone who will hold you accountable. Like mm-hmm. I think if you have a friend who just lets you do whatever you want <laughs> you need new friends like
0: Adriana you, just said <laughs> no I love her she holds me accountable she'll see a text on my phone oh she'll be my like "Gosh, mm-hmm. I love Adri she's always there she's like no don't do that and she's like please don't so yeah someone who can
1: just be there for you yeah. and lift you up encourage you but love you like Jesus does yeah but it's it goes the same for like a boyfriend or a girlfriend Yeah. like you want someone who's gonna hold you accountable you want someone who's gonna love you like Jesus does absolutely my grandpa always told me like one day you're gonna find someone who says the same things about you that Jesus does. Mm. And I was like, mm. that's So that's good. my only standard for a man.
0: I'm like, if you
1: <laughs> if you tell me what Jesus tells me, we're good. Like come on. You.
0: Come on, Grandpa. I know, Grandpa's come on. So great. Rest in peace. <laughs> um, so that <laughs> rest in peace, Grandpa. We love you though. Um, but that's that's a really, that's a that's a really good brief explanation about what a relationship is for those two. Um so second question is do I need to have a Christ-centered relationship? It could either be friendship, family, boyfriend or girlfriend, it could yes. be any of those. Do you really need to have yes.
1: one? Yes. Yes, especially boyfriend and girlfriend. Yes, come especially. on. Come on. If you are a Christian and you are it's called for some of you that don't know, it's called missionary dating. Mm-hmm. When you're when you're a Christian <laughs> and you're dating someone who's not a Christian, and you're like but i can change them i, know. I can convert them oh my them. gosh no you can't no you can't <laughs> i mean you probably you probably could and that would be awesome mm-hmm. but that's not i'm i don't know how many of you have heard like equally yoked you want to be equally yoked yeah, i heard that especially with your boyfriend especially with your girlfriend you want to be in the same place with your path with the holy spirit as they are or yes. else it's just not going to work mm-hmm. like it's like if i was you know like this successful businesswoman who owned my own company and I was rich and awesome (laughs) and I was like a freaking powerhouse and I was like I'm a lawyer with my own law firm or something and I'm dating some guy with no job who plays call of duty all day (laughs) you ain't equally yoked like at all so you want someone who's like hey we're gonna read our bible we're gonna pray Mm -hmm. we're not gonna have sex we're not gonna you know we're gonna go to church together we're gonna do all this stuff like but you got to keep God number one, like, and yeah. you want them to do the same thing. Cause if you're their number one, Ooh, Oh, that falls apart so fast. <laughs> I got so triggered. <laughs> it falls apart so fast. So you definitely do. And with friendship, same thing. I mean, I think, I mean, I have friends who aren't Christians mm-hmm. and they're yeah. still friends. I mean, you know, but those aren't the people that I'm going to go to for advice probably yeah. because they're not going to give me like Christ centered advice. Yeah. Your family, that's a whole different story. Cause like, you can't control that, you know, like yeah. it's blood. You can't, you can't choose that. I have like three of my siblings who are Christian, three of my siblings who aren't, <laughs> uh-huh. they're still my siblings. Like, yeah. but you want to try and get them as close to Jesus as mm-hmm. possible. Like you can control what you can control. So just love them. Love Absolutely. them like Jesus does and love your friends yeah. like Jesus does. But, if you are choosing a relationship with someone who's not christian oh
0: girl <laughs> tell, tell, me you me you live. <laughs> tell me where you live we will find you you. <laughs> uh, but yeah yeah i've had i've seen so i have family members that are like not christians mm-hmm. but they're like they end up with a christian dude and i'm like oh okay maybe you could change mm-hmm. them maybe maybe just maybe we'll yeah. see and like you know we try to invite them at church mm-hmm. doesn't work nothing happens. But I have, I even have like really close family members that I'm like so close to that ask me, oh, I can't never get a good guy, and they're Christian, okay? I can never get a good guy, and I'm like, well, maybe you go should to go church? to church. Yeah, yeah, maybe you should find a guy that goes to church and you know, you know, have some sense that they should, you know, be reading the Bible and like mm-hmm. you know telling that they me things. Love Jesus. Yeah, like they need to love Jesus. And like obviously, I'm not gonna judge someone yeah. with like you know if they don't have a with they don't have a Christ-centered relationship. But you don't even need like you you need to have one. Absolutely. Oh, sure. If especially if you're a Christian, you need to have a Christ-centered relationship. But it's not going to change any way that God's going to love you. Yeah. And I like I want a lot of people to hear that because I know a lot of people think that Christians judge them every time they bring a boyfriend that's not oh, absolutely a Christian to not. church. No. <laughs> I
1: absolutely not. I've no, I especially at like our church. Mm-hmm. I mean, I bring so many people yeah. there who have never been to church mm-hmm. or who like go to church with their parents but they're like I don't know what I believe and we love on them just the same yeah we I mean like Angelica wasn't a Christian she was invited by someone she's on Mm -hmm. staff now like I know come on like crazy it's so cool how and that's how Jesus works you just don't want to, like, completely invest yourself in someone who's, like, not as equally yoked. Yeah. But get them to church. Like, yeah, go to church. Yeah, get them to church. Yeah, I
0: have so many friends that aren't Christians, and I probably have, like, three of them now that are, like, are, like oh, my gosh, I want to go to your church. And I'm, like, come! Come! Let's like just go. Just come. I'll Canada bring will you. will pick you up. <laughs> you hear that, guys? Get will soul. pick you up. <laughs> get in my little kiss. We'll have
1: a blast.
0: Um, totally. Absolutely. Best car rides ever. Seriously. <laughs> um... But yeah, so Christ's relationships are very important, especially as a Christian. So sure. I love all that. Um, the third question is, what kind of relationships can I have as a Christian? <laughs> I did look over these, I promise. This question confused me.
1: I think... Let's start with what you shouldn't have, okay? You should <laughs> Let's not have like a friends with benefit situation. Oh, come on. Let's not have a side chick. Let's not have, you know, your, like, what you don't want is friends who you're, it's a complete, you're a completely different person when you're around them than when you're at church. Come on. You don't want two separate personalities because that's called multiple personality disorder and you should be medicated. (laughs) And you don't want two different personalities to come out when you have like you don't want to be going to church on sunday worshiping jesus on your knees like waymaker (laughs) and then on monday you're like let's go get completely drunk and high and you know you don't want that absolutely but i think as a christian it's important to know what you want it's important to know what kind of man you want it's important to know what kind of friends you want so i don't really think there's like a set rule on like you can't have a boyfriend where you can't have, you know, I wouldn't say go and date the whole church (laughs) because I did that and it didn't work well in my favor. Mm -hmm. So I would just say, you know, like Mm -hmm. use wisdom, use godly wisdom, get advice, pray about it. But you don't have to just like say no to everyone because you're like, I shouldn't be dating because I'm Christian. Mm Because that's not, how do you think, how do you think people get married? How do you
0: think you were born? (laughs) For real? How do you think
1: people get married? (laughs) They date.
0: Some of them. They date, guys. Come on. Yeah, some of them. No, it's okay. Um, Yeah, that's good. Um, So the fourth question, yeah, fourth question on the section of relationships. Who do I focus on more during a relationship? Me, God, or my spouse? God. God. (laughs) That literally says it all. Oh, my gosh. Like, I already knew the answer to that one, but that question needed to be on there for the people. Oh, for sure.
1: I think it's important because I think people are so easily, like, oh, yeah, God's my number one. And then I get a, they get a boyfriend, and it's like...
0: Who's God? Who's God?
1: God <laughs> who? Or they even say, like, me who? Like, yeah, they don't... Totally. They, like, completely stop caring about themselves. They're completely focused on this relationship, and that's not how it should be. Like, you should not be forgetting about your friends in yeah. your relationships. You should not mm-hmm. be forgetting about your family. You should not be Come forgetting on. about serving. Like, and Pastor Justin actually explained it really well to me. Um, And the guy that I was with, he explained it like it should be God. It should be... It was like God, your family and friends, you know, uh your work or no, serving actually was right there. And then your work, finances, and then whoever you're dating. And I think that's a different like um it's differently placed than if you're married because if mm-hmm. you're married, your spouse comes after God. Yeah. Period. Like, you know, it's as a man will, you know, leave his family and be one with his wife. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's completely different. But when it's a relationship, like if you're getting a boyfriend and your friends text you and you're like, well, I can't hang out ever because I'm hanging out with my boyfriend every day. It's like, yeah. that's toxic. You don't want to be that person. Yeah. So God always comes first, though, because if God yeah. isn't first, everything else is going to fall apart. The second that you put God first, you sacrifice everything to him. You surrender it all to him. He's going to work everything out in your favor, in his plan, in his timing. So you, yeah, you gotta keep him first. If you're putting, yeah. if you're putting your boyfriend first or your girlfriend first,
0: good luck. Well, have
1: fun with that. Good luck, Charlie. Good
0: luck. Good, oh my gosh, I just used to watch that show every day. Woo. ask my siblings. They already it's such a love good show. it. It's such a good show. Like memories, bro. Like I love it. Oh, Amy's the best. Nostalgic. <laughs> All right. Um, last question of the relationship um, category. How can I fix a broken relationship? This doesn't mean dating. Well, yeah, it does mean dating as well, but... Just all of them. Friendship, all of them. Friendship, family, dating, boyfriend and girlfriend, all of them. Marriage, everything. Mm. Hmm.
1: God first. Come period, on. period. Always. Always. Um, Give it to God. Give it to God. I like to... I like to fix things. I like to fix people. I'm a control person. (laughs) And it doesn't ever work out in my favor. I got to give it to God. I got to get godly advice from my mentors, from the people who love me. Um, I think sometimes it's different in every situation. Because, like, you have a broken friendship, you know? Like, sometimes there's a season. Mm
0: -hmm. There's people
1: who are here just for a season. It doesn't always need to be fixed. Like, it doesn't... You don't always need every single person you meet to be in your life for the rest of your life. Yeah. Like I have friends who I don't talk to anymore, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's not because they were bad people. They were just here for a season. And I've had relationships that were completely broken that I had to just let go of because it wasn't for me. It wasn't God's plan for me. It was just a season in my life where I got to grow and I got to learn. Um, But if you're, if you want to fix it and you think like maybe we're just broken because our priorities aren't straight. Yeah. Maybe we're just broken because we're, you know, in bed more than we're at church and that's toxic and we don't like that so talk to people around you though like ask advice don't try and hold it on like all by yourself because you're not going to be able to um and I think looking at why it's broken is really important because if it's broken because your priorities aren't straight, fix your priorities. If it's broken because they're toxic and they're doing a bunch of stuff that you don't like, that don't line up with your standards, that don't line up with your values, maybe it's time to let go of that person. Or maybe it's time to, like, sit down and hold them accountable. If they're Christian and you think you can be like, hey, this is where we're at, I don't like it. Mm -hmm. Fix it. Like, you can... can, Or get someone else to help you, you know, hold them accountable or get the friend or get their dad, I don't know. But find out where the, like core problem is and go from there like don't yeah. just try and like find all these little things that you're like and you're avoiding like the core issue of it and trying to just like work around it. because like I used to do that where I'd be like oh this is the one big problem that we have but I'd be like no it's this and this and this and this and my sister would be like no it's because you're doing this <laughs> and you know it's a sin <laughs> yeah so maybe stop doing that and I'm like ooh, okay mm-hmm. you're right.
0: yeah
1: yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you're right you're right
0: yeah that's good um that's a that's a really good story thank you (laughs) um so the next category which man this generation used to talk about is sex let's talk about it (sighs) all right so especially especially sex as a christian yeah a lot of people you know yeah we need this we need we need this we We need this all right so first question can i have sex when i only have a boyfriend no (laughs) <laughs> that's no absolutely not that's, 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 like, that's all answer. that's it just no don't just do know. it don't do
1: it if you want a little more information about because i'm not an expert i'm not a pastor mm. go listen to pastor ryan's sermons he did uh truth and grace grace and truth yeah and yeah. he talked about he it's called fornication when you're having sex before marriage i get scared of that word but <laughs> that's what it's called yeah and um no you can't it's, it's no. a sin it's not biblical period that's it like you shouldn't be doing it and at the end of the day you don't want to like yeah. not just not I mean the biggest imp- most important reason is yeah because God tells you not to because yeah. God tells you to save yourself from marriage you want to do that but at the same time like for yourself you don't want to do that to yourself. Mm-hmm. Every time you do that with someone, you're giving a little piece of yourself away. And I know Come you probably on. all heard this from your grandma. Yeah. You probably all yeah. heard it from your mom. I know. I got the same talk from my grandma. She's <laughs> like, here's a sugar bowl. And every time you do something with a boy, take a spoon of sugar out. <laughs> if your sugar bowl's not full by the time you get married, you did something wrong. Like, you know, we got that whole thing going on. So you don't want to do that. You don't want to give away pieces of yourself that yeah. are... For Jesus until you're married like yeah. you want your heart you want your complete soul to be whole when you get married mm-hmm. so just think about your husband like he's yeah he he's, Come on, he's, he's coming. like I you know want you don't want to be like
0: oh yeah I kind of had it before like that's just that's kind of sad for I him know. like yeah
1: and think about it like you know if you're doing that with some guy yeah like think about his future wife
0: for real, like, yeah. Think about the
1: future, people. Think about the future. Like, like don't just
0: think about that moment. Like, yeah. Because in the moment, future. in the
1: moment, it's whatever. Like, yeah. who cares? But then you get like two seconds later, and you're like, ooh, woof. Biggest Oopsies. mistake of my life. <laughs> yeah. Don't do that, please. Also, don't. you don't want a baby. You don't oh, want a baby. Oh my gosh.
0: Period. Period. Because Period. I'm gonna tell you now, from a 13 year old that's never done this before, but I've seen consequences that people get. You get consequences out of sex before marriage, and that's all from God. Like, yeah, He loves you, but He still gives you consequences for oh, doing yeah. sins. Like, y- it could be, it could be some, it could be a child. You could get a, that's your con- consequence. You even have though a whole baby, even though children are a big blessing, it's still a consequence because you weren't prepared, mm-hmm. and you don't have that person beside you that you did that with, and you don't have anybody to help you but your parents or yeah. your siblings, or you can even be by yourself. Mm-hmm. That's your consequence. That child is your consequence, but. It's still a blessing because it's a human being. You're raising it. You can raise that human being to not do that before marriage. Okay, so next question is, will I go to hell if I have sex before marriage? Mm. Okay, so
1: again, if you want more depth on this this question, on this answer, Pastor Ryan's sermon.
0: Yeah. It goes over
1: it so well. He gives scripture. He, you know, he's so good. Mm -hmm. But I think a lot of people think that, like, you sin once. God never forgives you, bam, you're done forever. It's not how it works, you know? Like, there were people in the Bible who, like David, you know, like, you know, why can't I think of people who have sinned? Literally everyone (laughs) in the Bible just sinned, you know? But And there are people who kind of, like, gave up, sinned a lot, and then came back to God. You can always come back to God. Yeah. So I think there's a really big difference between you know, having sex and continuing to live in that sin because you think it's okay because you want to pick and choose the Bible because you don't think God should be able to control that. Absolutely. Which he's not trying to control it because he gave us the power of free will. Mm. If he wanted to control it, he wouldn't have. But there's a difference between that and messing up, sinning, screwing up. And you're going to mess up. You're going to sin no matter what it is, whether it's sex or drugs or lying or whatever. You're going to sin. But... If you're, you know, you mess up with your boyfriend, you mess up with your girlfriend, you have sex, you repent to God, you surrender it to him, and then you wait till marriage, like, you're not gonna go to hell for that. Yeah. You're not, God's not gonna be like, oh, but you did it once, you know, like, Mm -hmm. you realize the error of your ways, that's why he gave us free will, so we can solely rely on him, so he can be, you know, first and foremost, so we can surrender things like that to him. And I know people who didn't have sex before marriage, and they are plenty happy in their marriage, they're fine, Mm -hmm. but you know people like myself who didn't wait you know just because I didn't wait doesn't mean I'm going to hell because I'm still faithfully serving my life for Jesus he's still my number one he is still like my father and I surrendered that to him and now I'm not having sex until marriage yeah so if you want like more in depth I think definitely watch Pastor Ryan's sermon yeah ask your mentor totally um but (laughs) at the end of the day like that's not how God works like, he's, mm-hmm. he's not like, oh, you messed up, so you're going to hell. Like, that's just not how it works. Because, um, I mean, everyone's going to sin. Yeah. Eventually. So, you know, b- kids, children sin all the time. Children are sinners. Children. Oh, my Lord. Lord bless the kids. Lord bless K through <laughs> 5. Rebuke <them>. Because, <laughs> for real, some of those kids. I mean, like, he's not going to send my nephew to hell for calling me ugly. Like, <laughs> he's not going to do that. You know, because mm-hmm. one day my nephew's going to be like, dang, my aunt is so hot. Uh, <laughs> oh, hopefully, hopefully not but not hopefully like that no. but he's gonna be like she's so pretty and God's gonna be like see told you You know he takes people out of the air of their ways if you surrender it to him yeah
0: that's good all right next question what do I what do I tell people when they ask me why I'm saving myself to a marriage because you know
1: it's important mm-hmm. first of all first of all let's talk about this First of all, you don't have to explain yourself to come on, anybody. Come on. You don't have to explain. This is, your, this is your choice between you and God. You don't have to explain that to anybody. If you want to, though, it's important. It's important. You respect yourself. You respect your future husband. You respect the relationship that you're in. You respect the position that God has given you to be pure and to live a life of purity. Like, It's, it's just important. And I don't think you have to go super in-depth with it if you want to tell people about it. I think, but at the end of the day, like, we all have different reasons for doing it. Like, mm-hmm. I have one reason for doing it, you know? at the I, hopefully, all, everyone's reason starts with, you know, God. Because yeah. Because God tells us not to. God doesn't want us to. Mm-hmm. But we all have, I have reasons under that, too, for, like, why I'm not doing it. But I'm not gonna go and be, like, some guy's like, why won't you have sex with me? And I'm like, well, let me give you a list, Hunter. Like, <laughs> like... It just seems like a guy who would do that. But, like, (laughs) let me give you a whole list of why I'm not going to do that. Like, no. It's between you and God. Yeah. You know, maybe your mentor should know, too. So she Mm -hmm. can hold you accountable. He or she can hold you accountable to that. But, like, you don't have to explain yourself to anybody.
0: Yeah. Like, that is your
1: business. Pretty your business and God's business. But it's important like yeah. that's the vague answer that's like they get to the get to the point answer it's like it's important to do so you love yourself you respect yourself you love god you respect god he's first and foremost in your life
0: so you yeah. Won't wait yeah and that's, that's good yeah i i felt even like in middle school like people ask me because i'm like because people ask me what are you gonna do when you have a relationship are you gonna have sex i'm like uh no absolutely not, absolutely not. no thank you and people are like you should go, like, that dude would be, like, a nice dude to, like, you know, make out with. I'm like, um, no thanks. Peace out. Like, like yeah. you're just, like, it's, like, it's part of my, like, like my mind. I'm like, no, I'm not going to have sex. Like, it's, mm-hmm. it's not, it's not in my, like, it's not, that's not what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. Like, I know what I'm supposed to do. I know what my standards are as a relationship with God. And I know mm-hmm. what my standards are and what my boundaries are and what to pass and what not to pass. Yep. So... That's just, that's something that wasn't that I needed to say because I've had that oh, yeah. question a lot.
1: And I feel like it's even more popular in middle school now, too. Yeah. Like, I, I didn't know what sex was until, like, high school mm-hmm. because I never, I didn't go to sex ed. Like, yeah. my dad didn't want me to. <laughs> Stupid. But I think it's important. <laughs> sex education is important. Uh-huh. But, like, I didn't know what it was because we didn't talk about it in middle school. Mm-hmm. And now I hear people who are like, you know, I hear middle schoolers who are like, oh, you know, do this and do that. And I'm like, dude, I don't even yes. know what that is. Like, how do you know yes. what that is? Like, I have to, like, Google things. Because I'm like, what is this? And I'm like, oh. Gross. You know about that. Get off the internet. <laughs> what are you doing? The
0: only <laughs> yeah. internet
1: you should be having is Spotify for this so podcast. For yeah, three. come on.
0: Come on. <laughs> <was> like it. <laughs> <It's> no, <laughs> Oh my gosh Ooh, that was perfect okay anyway moving on <laughs> <laughs> all right next question <sighs> sorry, guys. sorry guys we're funny very funny super funny all right what do i do uh sorry yeah what do i do if i have sex before marriage like basically how do i ask god for forgiveness what do i do if i have that accidentally accidentally what is the word accidentally Accident yeah okay i said it right the first
1: time well you don't accidentally have sex mm-hmm. you know is uh, you don't yeah you don't just fall into it uh but um the first thing i always do i always pray always ask for forgiveness you it's just like any other. you know just like any other thing you sit down you ask god for forgiveness i right after that call my mentor Call my accountability partner. Call somebody that you trust, that you love, that loves Jesus, that loves Jesus. Don't love just call. Don't right. call your friend love Becky. Jesus. Don't call your friend <laughs> Becky who's out in the clubs every night. Like, Come on. Don't Come do on. that. No, call, call someone who loves Jesus. Call someone who holds you accountable, who, like, your mentor, whatever. My mentor, one of them is my sister because she's just so good. But I'll love call you, her Caitlin. and I'll be like, oh, I messed up. And – We'll talk about it. Mm-hmm. Talk about it. It's not something that sin... It's a sin... It's a sin to have sex before marriage. It's a sin to be ashamed, too. Yeah. Like, you don't want to be shameful. You want to be able to be honest with people about, like, hey, I messed up and I need help. How do I go about this? Yeah. Um I think for men and women it's different, too, like, how men go about it versus how women go about it, but for, like, you, at the end of the day, you want to just, the first thing you gotta do is give it to God. You have to. You have to just be like, God, I know what I did. I know I messed up. Take the sin away. I'm giving it to you. Surrendering it to you. Let's put you first. Like, let's put you back where you belong. And talk to your mentor, talk to your accountability partner, and talk to your people on, like, how to do that and have them hold you accountable to it. Like, mm-hmm. okay, now you know. And then, like, I even, like, wrote a list of boundaries of, like, okay, well, yeah. now I know that if I do this, I'm probably going to cross a line. Mm-hmm. And, like, we're not just talking about, like, sex, like, sex. Like, we're talking about anything. Like, past kissing, I'd say. Yeah. Past kissing. So, like, maybe some of you shouldn't be alone in a bedroom with your boyfriend Mm -hmm. or girlfriend maybe some of you shouldn't be home alone period even if you're not in the bedroom couches whatever like maybe you shouldn't be home alone maybe you should only be hanging out in groups for a little bit Mm -hmm. maybe there's all different sorts of boundaries I like to write mine out and be like I know what doesn't work for me I know that I shouldn't do this because it could possibly lead to this so just having that list is really important having that um having your accountability partners is really important. Share your boundaries with them so they know. So if you're like, hey, um, sorry, I can't hang out. This person's coming over. They'll be like, who's home? You know, that's what they're supposed to do. Yeah. Who's home? And if no one's home, I'm coming over. Like, <laughs> For real. You not coming over. I'm power? coming. I'm already I'll at the door. Do yeah. <laughs> I'm already here, babe. I brought popcorn and Red Bull.
0: Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. We are ready. We're
1: prepared. Seriously. So, yeah. And even, like, the way you talk. I think is important. I think a lot of people are like, oh, like, you know, like, yeah, me and my boyfriend are, like, really, like, he talks to me sexy. I'm like, don't, don't (laughs) do that. uh, It's going to lead to expectations, Mm -hmm. which are going to lead to disappointment. So, like, let's not do that. Um, Yeah. But, yeah, have your list of boundaries. Absolutely. Like, giving it to God, it's just like any other sin, giving it to God is, like, first and foremost, Mm -hmm. because he's going to take that, and he's going to, like, take what the enemy meant for evil he's gonna turn it to good come on yeah exactly
0: <laughs> all right um next category is hmm. good um, is fun. <laughs> <laughs> just- oh just wait for the for the one that oh you don't gosh. want to talk about um this category is him or her which let me put more into the title yeah it's, it's um basically the word who because we want to know who we want. We want to know who I should look for, mm-hmm. um, how, I should, how I should treat them. Mm-hmm. Um, do I find a Christian man? Do I find a Christian woman? Basically, like, all those mm-hmm. in questions. And mostly, this, this topic, or not this topic, this category and the next category is mostly of what people have set in. Okay. So, are you ready? Yeah. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. This one. Um, first question. How do you know they're the one? Oh, I hate this question.
1: (laughs) Oh, man. It's hard because I don't know. I'm going to be completely honest here. I don't know a lot about the one, Mm -hmm. quote unquote, biblically. Yeah. I don't know what it says because I don't really know if I believe that, like, God gives you one person. What if that person, not to be gross, but what if that person, like, dies? You think God's going to be like, okay, that was your one. Like, it's a stamp (laughs) card. You got it. Yeah, like yeah. you got your one, now you don't get another one. Like, no, mm-hmm. God's gonna work it out. Yeah. I think at the and I think there is a sermon that Pastor Ryan talks about this. But <laughs> like I think if God is the center of your relationship, mm-hmm. if God is the number one for both of you and He's the center of your relationship, it could probably work. Mm-hmm. Like at the end of the day. Yeah. I think it's a lot easier to figure out if they're not the one. Make a list make a few I have a future husband list. I oh have my it hold up right now. Yeah. I, I, have, a, I have you have your future husband, husband list, have your future wife list. There's a really good book called 31 prayers for my future husband and mm. 31 prayers for my future wife and they're both they were written by a married couple oh,
0: because no.
1: both of them had written out prayers for each other before they met and then they met and they were like, whoa, we both wrote Aww. out prayers for each other. That's crazy." And then mm. they were like, "Oh, magic bliss." Jesus That's so the cute. Center. And then they wrote these books. <laughs> uh-huh. And it's like It literally gives you, like, prompts, and then it's like, okay, pray for this for your future husband, or, like, pray for this for your future wife, and I think that's awesome. But have a list, because it's a lot easier to figure out, like, who's not the one, and it's a lot easier to figure out, like, oh, they don't meet my standards. You're allowed to have standards! You are allowed to have standards! Uh Especially women. You are allowed to have standards for your husband. oh my gosh, please. Like, do not let anybody tell you that your standards are too high. Like, Like, your standards are godly. If you're looking for someone who makes like six figures and drives a Tesla and whatever, like maybe (laughs) chill out, like because that's materialistic and that's a sin too. But you know, like my my future husband list. There's some things on here that are like debatable, like dog man. They don't (laughs) don't have to love dogs. They don't have to. We're gonna have a dog. He can like it or not, but we're we're gonna we're gonna have a dog. Like one of them (laughs) is like,
0: um, he sings in the car with me oh my god! that doesn't gosh. have to be, yes i swear if the next boyfriend that you guys does not sing in the car i'll be like bye get out get out i don't I, want to I'm it doesn't like, hey. it doesn't have to happen like if they just want to watch me sing cool i'm it. giving yeah. you a free concert you'll that's fall fine. in love with her even more exactly
1: but there <laughs> <laughs> but there is some in here that's like he puts others before himself but he doesn't forget to take care of himself yeah non-negotiable mm-hmm. like family oriented non-negotiable um So that's a Christian example, man of prayer, strives oh, to keep his mind and his heart pure. This is a big one. He'll wait for me if he has to, and I'll want to wait for him. So, like, if he's got to wait for you for whatever reason, he'll do it. He's not just going to move on to yeah. Becky Ooh, in the corner okay. at the club, <laughs> whatever. He doesn't feed into negativity, big one. Like, and these are just mine, like, these are my preference, but some of, and, like, a lot of these are some that I, like, prayed. I was like, God, what are my standards? Because yeah. I've tried, and clearly they suck because these guys are trash like <laughs> what am I doing uh-huh. and he gave me a lot of like this is what you want your husband to be yeah this is what you want your- and that's why you date because you figure out what you want what you don't yeah want. that's you figure good. out what you like and you don't like because there are some things for you that are like personality traits that are just non-negotiable like do- doesn't feed into negativity I had a guy I dated a guy like that where he would feed just everything negative everything was negative he was a pessimist mm-hmm. everything was negative anytime someone around him was negative, he'd be like, oh, we're gossiping. Yes, let's do it. It was like sitting with a bunch of high schoolers. It was awful. And that's just a personality trait that I can't deal with. I'm like, mm-hmm. mm, no, nope, I want everyone to be happy. Like, yeah, stuff. but you know, you want someone who loves Jesus. You want someone who will pray with you. You want someone who will leave you in your relationship. You want something like that. So yeah, I think it's a lot easier to pick out, but I mean, I don't know like the biblical standpoint on the one. So it's kind of hard. Like
0: yeah. Every time yeah. when I was when I was like um, thinking about like about this specific category, all I thought about was me and Adriana because me and Adriana have this bond and we have this, just this like picture in our head of our futures together. Mm-hmm. We have like a whole freaking Pinterest board of our future. Like we have, we want this for our babies. We want this for our wedding. Like we have a whole like we have our whole life planned out. Like, like girls. girls. <laughs> That's my girl. (laughs) We have a whole Pinterest board, and we're like, what if this doesn't happen? I'm like, don't think like that. Don't think like that. Don't think like that. And it's like, at the same time, like, yeah, like, what if it doesn't work? But, like, God has a plan for each of you. Yeah. So, like, even if it doesn't work, some of those, like, little, like, you know, those, like, little dreams that you think about, it's going to happen.
1: Oh, yeah. Even the little things that you're like, or there's going to be little things, too, that you don't realize that you wanted or you needed. mm -hmm, And God's going to put that in your future spouse. Totally. And you're going to be like, whoa, I didn't even realize, like, how much I wanted that until." You see it, and then you're like, oh, I like yeah, that totally. You know, like you wake up on Saturday morning, he's making you waffles. Oh my gosh, I like, goals. <laughs> I didn't even need you to cook, but thank you. Like I love totally. that for you. Like yeah. thank you. Yeah, I can't cook to save my life, so I want a husband who can cook. Yeah, because I can't, on. I burnt Easy Mac.
0: <laughs> like I want a husband who can cook. Yeah, period. yeah. Like every time I think of like future or anything, it's like I just think of odd drama because me and her like. We, like, we're, like, when we're older, I want to be, like, you know, moms together. Like, we just want to do everything together because we have this bond that has Jesus in the middle. Like, we don't, we don't separate, like, we don't just separate just because, oh, I have to go do this um, for, like, a friend or something else. Like, I'm, like, we have to put God in the middle between this relationship or else I'm just going to leave. Because I don't want a friendship that has gotten so close to just be ruined by one little tiny thing, like, a guy. Like, we don't, we don't want that. And all that we think about is... Growing, growing up together in the same university that we're gonna go to, which is Liberty University, which I'm so excited for that. Hopefully, and that we grow up together, we find a house, we get mm-hmm. married, we have kids, and we just be the have the dream that we've always wanted. Yeah, that's like that's literally what me and her talk about all the time. But in the in the midst of talking about that, we talk about how we want our kids to grow up, grow up with the same mindset as us to put God before right. them and to put God before anybody else, mm-hmm. because. Ever since I did that, my life has completely changed into what it was last year to to what it was four months ago to what it was before I even met Adrienne or anybody Mm -hmm. else at Generation Church. My life was not the exact same that it is now when I started putting God before Mm -hmm. me when I didn't do that two years ago, three years ago. So I would absolutely say to have a Christ-centered relationship, especially with friendships. Yeah. Especially with friendships. It's really important.
1: And I think people forget that. Yes. The people... Je- Pastor Justin explained this really well at Young Adults. He was talking about how there's, like, different categories to your friends. Like, you have, like, your acquaintances. Yeah. And you have your, like, your friends. And mm-hmm. then you got, like, your, um. he used a word for it. But it's, like, the people you're super close. Basically, uh-huh. like, your best friends. Uh-huh. He used all these big fancy words that I don't remember. <laughs> um, it was, like, last year. But he... It was basically, like, your your acquaintances. Like, mm-hmm. those are people you know, you like, you hang out with them in groups. Like, they're fun. They're cool to be around. You know, I would say that my friends who aren't Christian, they're probably acquaintances. Mm-hmm. My friends, like, my actual friends, like, that I have, those are people who, they're awesome. They're super cool. I love hanging out with them. They're probably not the first person I run to for advice. And that's not because of anything other than... I have people who can do it better.
0: Like yeah, totally. And then yeah. I have
1: my like solid best friends: Sarai, Jalen, Angelica, um, yeah. Caitlin. Even I mean, she's my sister, but still, <laughs> like she's one of those. Yeah. She's one of those people who, you know, you God is in the center of our friendships, mm-hmm. and God is in the center of just the whole. Thing that we got going on, like just every all, the whole group that we have is just like God centered, and I know that they can be the first person that I call when I'm in trouble. They can be the first person I call when um, I need accountability. They can be the first person I call when I need a Bible verse or when I need prayer. Like those are my people because God is in the center. Mm-hmm. So I would just That's say good. like, figure out that figure out that line that you have. Yeah,
0: yeah, totally. Um, so next question. Oh, Ooh, this is this is good. I love this. Um. Do I need to find a Christian man or woman who goes to church and follows Christ? Yeah, like literally simple yeah, as that. Simple as I, that. Yeah, we answered it before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and I, and like I feel like I need to add more to this because I have a lot of close friends, close friends that a lot of people know, and I know that every time because my brother, my brother, my sister in law, Kevin and Angelica or Jelly, they, love them. I know I love them so much. They're both my my biggest role models as what I want to be in the future mm-hmm. as a married couple because I'm just like my brother and I hope that my future husband is just like Jelly because mm-hmm. like they're they're both just like perfect for each other like like the way the way that they preach they just preach in a specific way that I'm like I want to be like them because since I want to be a youth pastor in the future my brother was a youth pastor so was Jelly it's like I look at them and it's like I want to be her I want mm-hmm. to be him and it's like okay I can do this, I can do this, and I see yeah. them, and it's like, okay, and, like, they, they're always telling me, too, they're like, in the future, you need to find a Christian man, mm-hmm. like, that's that's what the Bible says, and if you really want to be a youth pastor, and you really want to set an example for teenagers, find a Christian man, and yeah. they're not, like, they're not going to judge me, even if I don't, they're just going to tell me what's right and what's wrong, they're going to tell me what's going to happen and what's not going to happen, mm-hmm. if you have a Christ-centered relationship or not, yeah. and I've, I have so many close family members as well that are, that are like, I don't need to find a Christian man, I can just find a good guy you know that treats me well and it's like yeah you need a guy that treats you well and respects you and do that but you're not gonna have the same relationship as you would if it was a guy a christian man Mm -hmm. that goes to church reads the bible and puts god before you
1: yeah because there's always gonna be something where it's like ooh, Mm
0: -hmm. that's
1: not because at the end of the day it's like really about values yeah like if they're not christian they're probably not gonna have the same values as you and how are you gonna raise your kids like that come on how are you gonna have a marriage like that yeah how are you gonna you know do anything like that like absolutely So I think it's, it's super important too, and like, I think, oh, to add on to it, too. I think a lot of, a lot of Christians think, oh yeah, my boyfriend's Christian. Oh, come on. But he doesn't come to church. Oh, my lord. Okay, you can be a Christian, not go to church. Mm. You can also, you know, have a car that's sitting in the garage that never gets driven or that never has gas in it, mm-hmm. how are you going to drive it when it's not getting gas? Yep. How are you going to drive it when it's on empty? Like, if you are dating someone who's like, oh, yeah, he believes in Jesus, okay, name one Bible verse. Like, I'm going to be that guy. Like, I'm going to be that girl who's like, you go to church? Cool. Uh, What did we talk about last week? And they're going to be like, oh, I haven't been in a few months. Nope. <laughs> like, absolutely not. <laughs> Come like, on. And that's a big yeah. one for me. Like, my whole, and it could be because, like, my whole life is involved around the ministry. My mm-hmm. entire life is involved around, like, I literally just got this job so I could be more involved in ministry. Like, that's mm-hmm. why I got this job. So I I think a huge a huge thing is, like, you got to find... That's another thing with the equally yoked is, like, yeah, your husband believes in Jesus. Cool. He'll, like, occasionally come to the worship nights mm-hmm. or he'll, you know, pray before dinner. Yeah. But is he coming to church with you? Is he really applying... The Bible to his life, to your marriage, to your kids, like, it's mean yeah. that, so, oh, yeah, Christians, <laughs> you gotta stop, I'm a Christian, but I don't go to church, okay, like, mm. Mm. yeah, and I have a <laughs> yeah. job, but I never show up, like, oh, okay, hey, no. uh, Come like, on. <laughs> whatever,
0: yeah, totally, I have, I have so many people, like, I hate it how people tell me that I have to keep finding a Christian, I'd be like, I'm 13, and I already know why I need a Christian man yeah. and not a regular dude out from the streets that just comes in and be like, oh, I'm a Christian. I'm like, yeah. yeah, right, go away. Like, no, like, I'm 13 and I can tell my sister right now what she's doing wrong, what she's doing right. Mm-hmm. And she's 26. And, like, for me, like, being able to, like, know already what I what I want to be in the future and what I want to find in the future as a man, as the person that's going to be with me forever, mm-hmm. hopefully he doesn't die, But, <laughs> but... <laughs> Hopefully, hopefully he's with me forever, and nothing happens. Knowing that I'm gonna have someone beside me that wants to do the exact same thing, that wants to be in ministry, that wants to follow God, that wants to pray before dinner, that wants to teach our kids, you know, Mm -hmm. ministry in the Bible and what they're supposed to do in life and how they're supposed to succeed in life. Being a Christian is something that's just so powerful. Yeah, and I feel like a lot of Christians don't understand that because Mm -hmm. they just want a man. They either want him for sex or they just want him for attention. Because if you're a Christian. You don't, you're not going to want any of that. Right. You'd rather actually wait longer than marriage to do that because some Christians don't, just don't want to have sex at all. They just want it to follow God and they want it to you know, get closer to God with someone else beside them that want, to be, that, that want to do the exact same thing but in a closer relationship where they mm-hmm. can talk and communicate more. Yeah. So I feel like that's something that, that a lot of Christians need to understand, especially Seriously. teenagers. Especially teenagers. Especially teenagers, especially yeah. teenagers like... Lord bless them. Lord bless my generation.
1: The easiest way to avoid all of this, at the end of the day, just just don't date. Just
0: don't don't date, guys. Just stay single forever. Not 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 forever. I mean, if
1: that's what God calls you to do, that's cool. But God also calls us to like be in relation with one another. Mm -hmm. You know, He wants us to have that person. But I think, like, when you're in high school, like, and you're 16, dude, get your license. Go to the mall with your friends. Get Dutch. Come visit me. i was in the 202. Come on. Like, <laughs> oh, my I gosh. Get, like, get touch with your friends. Focus on your family. Focus on, like, what you want to find. You can... I'm, I'm not saying it's bad to date in high school. I dated in high school. Yeah. But that's how I know it's, like, not the best thing in the world to date. Because mm-hmm. dating in high school distracted me from so many things. I feel like I could have avoided a lot of heartbreak. I could have avoided a lot of distraction. I could have avoided a lot of, um bad grades bad grades <laughs> yeah. I failed my whole freshman year my oh, wow. whole freshman year I had to retake the whole thing and it wasn't just because of a boy but a lot of it was boys just in mm-hmm. general I was the girl that like always had a boyfriend and my mom was always like oh this guy and I'd be like no, no no that was like two weeks ago it's this guy and she'd be like oh isn't he related to this guy I'd be like yeah and she'd be like well what happened to him like it was like that and it was so bad to where my parents like they were just like oh she's got a boyfriend whatever but now I want to, like, the next time I bring home a boy, I want them to be like, mm, that's it. Like, that's your man. Yeah. You know, so just
0: yeah, try to totally. avoid it
1: for as long as possible. Like, you're 16.
0: Get a job. Yeah, come, come on. Go Chick-fil-A, Chick-fil-A on. and chill out. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right, next topic. Uh, not not topic. Jesus, why do I keep saying topic? Next category. Heck yeah. This is the last category of tonight's episode. <laughs> and this is – most of these are actually – Questions from people. Mm-hmm. These like probably one of them is mine, but the, all of them are from <laughs> people. So let's start with the first one. And this is this is the category.
1: Oh, that I don't like. You okay. look kind of. You kind of want to dip right all now. All right, guys. But, but see you later. <laughs> see you later.
0: Bye, guys. I'm gonna cry in the bathroom now. <laughs> um. But anyways, let's breathe, guys. This is this is a category that I believe we're all scared of when we enter a relationship. Yes. Who do I go to for breakups? Oh, breakups. Let's talk about it. Um,
1: (laughs) Who do you go to for breakups? Yeah. Who do you go to for breakups? Jesus, always. Come on. First of all, uh, (laughs) the Bible. You got to go to the Bible. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I didn't realize, honestly, obviously there's other people that you can go to and I'll talk about that, but I did not realize how important or how... Not important, because I knew how important it was to go to Jesus, but I didn't realize how helpful it was to go to God after a breakup mm-hmm. until I went through my most recent breakup. And I, when I talk about this, I love this guy. He's great. He's incredible. Seriously, like, awesome. We are really close friends. Like, nothing against him. But when we broke up, it hurt. And our breakup process was long because we, we knew that something was wrong. We knew we wanted to try and work on it, but we didn't know if it would work and in those moments i was like when we hadn't been like officially broken up but we were like on the fence mm-hmm. we had i had been praying like god please just help please just make this work out please just help this work please make him change his mind like please just let it work like make him realize he loves me and i'm the only one who's like i'm the only one good yeah. enough and that he you know wants to be with me for the rest of his life like and we're going to own a farm and we're going to get a dog oh like my gosh. please just let him realize that that's what i was praying And my friend, Sarah, love her. She, I was crying to her about it. I was like, I don't know what to do. I'm miserable. This sucks. Like, not knowing where we're at right now is terrifying. And she was like, well, you're praying for the wrong thing. She was like, in this moment right now, you need to, this is another part of, like, putting God first. You need to pray for peace in whatever the outcome is. Like, whatever that outcome is, you want peace in it. Whether you guys break up, whether you guys stay together, whether you guys have to take a break for a little bit whatever that is just pray for peace in it because at the end of the day God's gonna work it out for your good God is going to you know use this to make you stronger and it might not be the end of the story for you guys yeah but you got to handle it right for it to work in the future so I started doing that I started praying for peace I started praying for like God whatever the outcome is just give me peace let me know that it's your plan let me know that it's gonna be okay and when we did break up, I it sucked. I cried. You know, I went through the whole Taylor Swift like <laughs> like just crying, <laughs> eating ice cream. I had my friends with me. But I felt this like weird presence that I had never felt where it was like, Yeah, it's sad and like I should probably change this song because it reminds me of him. But like it's okay. And even my mom was like, You you're not talking about it. Like, are you okay? And I was like, No, I actually am Like I didn't think I would be, but I am. I really am. And I didn't realize like how big God can be and how mm-hmm. big God like will make Himself in that moment when you're completely brokenhearted when you think the world is ending, especially as a teenager. Like you guys break up and you're like, my whole life is over. <laughs> like no, honey, you're still like you're good. Like mm-hmm. go to Dutch, go to Chick Fil A. Yeah, like, you'll be fine. Get you're you're gonna be okay. Like <laughs> I it, I didn't realize how God would how big God would make Himself in this moment mm-hmm. and. It was incredible. It was really, like, overwhelming. And, like, my gosh, I could not believe how, like... And so many people even said it. They were like, I can't believe how well you're doing. And my whole family was like, you're faking it. And I was like, no, I'm really not. Like, I thought I I thought I thought would have to, but I'm not. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm genuinely okay. Like, because at the end of the day, like, God's going to work it out however he's going to work it out. Whether it's with him, whether it's with another person. We're both going to be happy in the end. Mm-hmm. And that's all I could ask for yeah. with him. So... But have people around you. You yeah. don't want to go through a breakup alone. No matter how peaceful you're at, you're at, no matter who ended it on whichever side, if you ended it or if he or she ended it, whatever, like, you want to have people by your side in that moment. Whether yeah. it's, like, for me, like, even, like, my students helped. Like, they were, like, they were like, hey, do you want to go get Dutch? I, like, really miss you. And really they were just, <laughs> like, I know you're having a mental breakdown, so, like, let's go to Dutch. <laughs> and I was, like, Okay. And my students, my siblings, my niece, I mean, Evie Joy. She makes everyone happy Somewhere. no matter what. Like, literally, we could go, go through a zombie apocalypse, and Evie would just be like, hi, and we'd all For be real. healed. We'll and be we'd fine. all know Jesus, it's yeah. fine. But my family, really supportive. My friends, like, they were taking me out all the time, just, like, taking me out to dinner, taking me out to a movie. Like, just being with me because you don't want to be alone in that moment like you want to lean on god you want him to be your first like god this hurts help me but like you should not be alone in that moment have your people and don't text him or her don't do that don't (laughs) like the people that you need in your life is not that person clearly at the at the time like me and him are cool now like it's great but like if i had texted him like which I did a couple of times. Like, and i that's how I know. Like, you probably not good. <laughs> but, like, if you're texting them, like, you're like, I, I miss you so much. This hurts so much. Like, yeah, no, duh. You keep texting them. Delete their number. Block them. Block them. Block them. Block it. reason. Block There's a block button for a reason. Yeah. God, God invented the block button.
0: Come okay, on. Guys. Come on. Yeah, he did. Of course he did. Come on. <laughs> um. Next question. <sighs> ooh, 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 ooh. How can I fix a broken relationship? And this is it. I I kind of want to specifically focus on friendships because I'm sure we all know that if you were if you're dating somebody y'all can talk it out. Yeah. But friendships, I think it's the hardest because your friendship is the person or people that you tell everything to. Mm-hmm. And your boyfriend and girlfriend, you're barely getting to know them. So, you obviously won't tell your whole secrets and your whole life to them. Mm -hmm. It's your friends that you will tell everything to because you know you can trust them. Yeah. So, how can you fix a broken friendship?
1: Um, Well, We talked a little bit about it earlier. Like, I think you got to recognize, like, was this person here for a season? Or is this a relationship that Mm -hmm. I should fix? Um, Because you don't, you know, I think... Every person is worth fighting for, obviously. But, like, there are friends that I have in my life where it was like, okay, this friendship was just not working. It just wasn't healthy for either of us. You brought out the worst in me, or maybe I brought out the worst in you. Uh And um, it just didn't work. And they, whether or not they were Christian, some friendships just weren't meant to be forever. Mm -hmm. Um, But then there are friendships like, I had a falling out, it was when I first started dating my ex, actually, I had a falling out with my friends, and we, they had thought that, like, I was prioritizing him too much, which I probably was in the moment, and he, I thought that they were just, like, immature, and, like, you guys don't know what you're talking about, because you're younger than me, and blah, 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 and we had this falling out, and... I think the only, the way we fixed it we literally just talked to each other. We were just like we didn't we didn't sweep it under the rug. We didn't pretend like oh that fight didn't happen. Mm-hmm. We talked about it. And we were like, "Hey, in the future, like what do we do about this?" Because the way that both of us handled this probably wasn't the right thing to do. Yeah. So we talked about it. Don't sweep it under the rug. Don't pretend like nothing's wrong just so you can keep them around because if they can't handle you talking about your feelings if they can't handle you calling them out if you can't handle them calling you out it's probably not the best friendship for you anyway Mm -hmm. but you want people who will hold you accountable and you want people who will who you can hold accountable and who will listen to it like I mean not saying that everyone's always right all the time but you know like we were able to sit down and have a grown-up conversation and a mature conversation where it's like I'm so sorry that I did this you did this and it hurt me And they can be like, oh my gosh, my bad, I'm so sorry, this is what you did that hurt me, Mm -hmm. and we can talk about it, like like big kids, you know, and I know that's hard for teenagers, um... Especially because you have to, like, see each other in school, and you may have just had a fight, and now you got math class, and you're about to, like, punch <laughs> Becky in the face, you're, Like like, are girl just DM'd
0: me Come this. on, Becky, wait. Like, God, Jeez, Becky. It's always Becky? Becky's a troublemaker. She <gasps> really
1: is. Come like, on, she's Becky. problematic and toxic. Um, <laughs> she, she,
0: she, she I can Jesus. only say that
1: because I've never met anyone named Becky in my life,
0: ever. Me neither.
1: It's weird. But... I only,
0: like, heard Becky on shows. Like, that hoarder show. A <laughs> oh, funny story. I used to call my Every sister Becky. Becky. Every hoarder is named Becky or Cheryl. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I used to call my sister Becky all the time. Oh my That's lord hilarious. Yeah, That's no, it's baby. just You know, there
1: there are some some friendships that just aren't supposed to be fixed. Mm-hmm. You just move on from them, you get better friends. But like I'm still super close with those friends. And probably even closer because we were mm-hmm. able to have a grown up conversation and be like, This was dumb. We own we both owned up to our mistakes and yeah. we were like, This sucked and I'm sorry. Let's not do this again. Yeah. You know, or if you're in high school, and I say in high school because when you're an adult, you don't fight over boys. But if you're in high school and you're fighting, you and your friend are fighting over a boy or a girl, whatever. It's not worth it. Like, (laughs) It's not worth it. If you two aren't old enough to figure out that it's not worth it, you're not old enough to be picking that boy anyway. So, but stuff like that, just talk. Just talk it out. Mm -hmm. Seriously. Give yourselves a second to cool off. Like, don't just have a fight and then be like, actually, let's be friends. Like, no, you got to give yourselves a second, pray about it, you know, get your priorities straight, and then talk about it, because it's going to make you guys stronger in the end. But don't sweep it under the rug, because it's not, it's going to come up. It's just going to come right back up, and you're going to be like, whoops,
0: forgot to heal from that, my bad. (laughs) Yeah, totally. Friendships, I feel like friendships are really important to me in life, because, especially my friendship with, um all my church friends, Adriana, Mm -hmm. Genevieve, Juliana, Mika, Zayana, all, there's too many to count, but Uh, there's, there's a lot, and usually, I'm, I'm close with all of them, mm -hmm. I'm close with Haley, I'm close with Audrey, I'm close, I'm close with everybody, every single, even leaders there, I'm close with you, I'm close with, heck yeah, I'm always close with you, Um, I'm close with, I'm close with everybody there, and the main, the main person that I go to all the time, though, is Adriana. Because without Adriana, I wouldn't have known who you are. I would have known who anybody... I wouldn't have friends at all. She knows everybody. Yeah. She's famous. She, yeah. Adriana's famous. I'm absolutely. Famous. Absolutely. Um, but without without Adriana, I don't think I would be able to be as close as I am with God now. Because if she didn't push me to go to camps, if she didn't push me to go to youth, if she didn't mm-hmm. push me to do any of that, I think I wouldn't even be talking right now. Probably. Because. I I wouldn't have went to camp this year in June, and I wouldn't have found God, and I wouldn't have found my colleague, and I wouldn't have started this podcast. Yeah. Because if if you have a, a, a relationship that has God in the middle, that friendship will last. Mm-hmm. It, I'm not going to say it's going to last forever because things change. Life's yeah. not Life's not going to be the way you want it to be. But relationships that have God in the middle is going to last for a really long time. Yeah. And we need to take care of those relationships because god's in the middle and god is like like the most precious thing in the world you cannot mm-hmm. lose yeah because if you lose that your whole life is gonna end yeah. like obviously you might not die but like it's gonna end yeah it's gonna yeah. end spiritually you're gonna you're not gonna have the life that you want your dreams aren't gonna come true you're not gonna do any of that because god is not in the middle mm-hmm. so i feel like friendships especially are really important to me because that's how my life started and that's how I talk to people. That's how I get closer to people because mm-hmm. of friendships. Because I meet people during friendships that have gone through worse things than I have. That give me better advice than I would have asked anyone else. Yeah. So friendships are really important. Oh, to they me. really are.
1: I would be yeah. nowhere Without the friends that I
0: have. Yeah, absolutely. Um, next question: How can we handle breaks, breakups, and breakups in a way that still honor God?
1: Oh, I like this question. I was reading this one and I really liked it. Um. There's a verse that mm-hmm. I actually have picked out for this specific one. Um, there's two, actually. First Peter 4, 8 says, Above all, keep loving one another earnestly, since love covers a multitude of sins. That's good. And Ephesians four twenty nine says, Let no corrupting talk come out of your mouth, but only such as is good for building up, as fits the occasion, that it may give grace to those who hear. That's good. So I think the thing that helped me and my ex because I wasn't this wasn't how I handled any of my past relationships I when I me and a guy would break up oh you bet everybody knew why everybody knew why everybody knew that they were this horrible person and I was this horrible person and we were both just horrible people and then Mm -hmm. everyone was like all right so whose fault was it and then we'd be like yours "Yours." and then it would be the whole thing the thing that really really got me and my ex to be able to be friends and to be as close as we are is... And you don't always have to be friends with your ex. Yeah. You don't always have to. But because we're in ministry together, because we did love each other, you know, we, we want to be able to be on that level. But we did not talk bad about each other. We just didn't. Mm-hmm. Like, there was a select few who knew why we broke up. There was a select few who knew the details of it. There was a select few who we even told personally, like, oh, we broke up. There are some people who still come up to us and ask if we're dating because, like, we didn't announce it. We didn't talk to people about it. It was like we had our few, and but we didn't talk about it about each other. yeah, and I think everybody thought that if we ever broke up, we would both be like these miserable people who just hated each other, and people would ask me, and I, I, was, I was hurt and it sucked, and I missed him, but someone would ask me like, "Hey, are you doing okay? How is it serving with him? Is it awkward? Is it we're going to school with him? Is it we' doing this?" And I'd be like, "No, he tried. Like, he realized something was wrong, he asked for advice, he tried to work on it, which is really all I can ask for, and it didn't work, but he handled it more maturely than any other guy has, and he mm-hmm. loved me through it, and he's a good guy. Like, I can't hold anything against him, mm-hmm. no matter what happened in our relationship. I can't hold anything against him, because at the end of the day, he's a good he's a good guy, and he loves Jesus, and Jesus loves him, and I think that's mm-hmm. the most important thing that you have to remember, no matter... What they did to hurt you, unless it was something like physical where you're like, I need people to know this so he doesn't go around hurting people like again, yeah. Or you know, if he like cheated on you, I think that's a different story, like it's different. But like, if it was just like you guys broke up because it didn't work, like Jesus loves them, and the things that you're trying to say about them, Jesus probably wouldn't say about them. So, yeah, you want to be graceful, you want to be, you want to give grace to them. Like, Jesus gives grace to you. So yeah. Because no matter what they did, you've probably done worse to God. So, like, just be, just be gracious, be kind with what you're saying. If you do have to vent, if you do have to cry about it and call them names and whatever, go to God, <laughs> go to a select friend that you have, go to your mentor, be like, ah, punch a pillow, I don't know, get a dartboard with his face on it, I don't know. Oh my like, gosh. there are ways too. to do it without having to have everybody know. Yeah. You know, like um so yeah it's you just have to be you have to be graceful about it you have to love them through it whether it's you know like a romantic love or it's just a love because they're a christian and you're a christian most importantly because you're a christian you're supposed to love everybody like love them through it because jesus yeah. loves you through what you're doing so yeah like what everybody yeah. else is doing. talking
0: about your relationship because i know who that so-and-so is and he's an amazing leader as well yes um when I when I first met you guys, I like literally loved you guys. I was like, they are the cutest couple ever. <laughs> I wish I was them. I want to be them. It's like I I loved you guys so much, but when I. When I found out you guys were breaking up, and it was it was a, it was how funny when I found out. I think I went to see for the first time actually. I went to I went to see her for the first time. and You're like, guys, it's great being single. Like you were like, you literally were oh. pumped up. You were like, oh my gosh, guys, I'm about to go sing. I'm about to go cry my lungs out. I was like, oh, what happened now? And like Adriana and Juliana just told me that you and so and so broke up. And I was like, oh, oh no. But I didn't I didn't tell like I didn't I didn't want to be like oh Hannah I'm so sorry because like. I knew i knew that you were gonna get through it yeah. because i knew how strong you were and how confident you were in yourself so. and i was like she said you know what i'm gonna let it i'm gonna let it sit there i'm gonna let her figure out everything i'm gonna see what mm-hmm. she does and at first i was like it's gonna be so awkward with them in the same room in the same building at church when they're both leaders at the same time in the same room and i was like oh goodness of god And it was first Sunday, I believe, and you guys came and I saw you both. I was like, oh, crap, oh, crap, oh, crap. And then I saw you guys and you guys were talking, you guys were laughing. I was like, okay, God, I I see you. Yeah, like (laughs)
1: it's crazy what will happen
0: because another thing, too, is, like,
1: when I'm not talking bad about him, Mm -hmm. it's not putting my mind in a position of this guy sucks. Yeah. Because I'm not spewing out hate to anybody. Mm -hmm. So the only thing I've had in my mind because of what I've said to people is, like, he's a good guy. Yeah, he loves Jesus Jesus loves him I loved him at one point Yeah, you know and like who knows where God will bring this you know like we may get back together I don't know yeah like it would be awesome if we did I think it'd be great but if we got back together cause that's something that I experienced was I dated some guy from the church mm-hmm. a while back it was like first couple years of high school like way long time ago we dated, and we broke up. We both were talking all this crap about each other. We got back together. And everyone was like, well, why would you want to get back with someone who did this? And then we broke up, and then we got back together, and then we broke up, and we got back together, and every time we broke up, we were talking all this crap about each other. And everyone was like, well, why are you with each other, then, if you guys hate each other? And we're like, well, we just saw past that. And they're like, well, you didn't a week ago. And we'd be like, yeah, but now we deal. Like, it makes you look stupid, because you're, like, going on talking all this crap
0: mm.
1: when... And now everyone's like, oh, he's a really bad guy. You don't want yeah. to put people in that position. You don't want to give people a false perception of who this person is when, in reality, you may have just saw a bad day. Like, or you may have just saw, like, a bad highlight reel. And what God has for them is, like, so much bigger than that.
0: Yeah, so totally.
1: So, you don't want to ruin that. But... Yeah. Yeah, he... He's great. It's... He, he's great. You know him. He's great. Yeah, he's I amazing. love
0: that kid. He's yeah. so fun. Um, he's so good. Ooh pretty gosh <laughs> all right so this is the main question of mm-hmm. today's episode how does a daughter of a king or son of a king treat the relationship that he or she has with a son or daughter of a king
1: okay i think the best words to put this i thought really hard about this one actually when you first sent me these mm-hmm. and the best way to explain it is first corinthians 13 4 it's the really basic Bible verse that they do at weddings. <laughs> Love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. It does, it does not demand its own way. It is not irritable. It keeps no records of being wrong. It does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices when the truth wins. Love never gives up, never loses faith, is always hopeful, and endures through every circumstance. It's good. And I think the way, that my men, the way that Delicia put it was, like, you can put Jesus... And you can apply Jesus in all of these. Mm -hmm. And that's how you want to be able to apply your relationship with someone. You want to be patient and kind. You don't want to be jealous. You don't want to be proud or rude. You don't want to rejoice about injustice. You want to rejoice when the truth wins. You don't want to give up. You don't want to lose faith. You are always hopeful. You endure through every circumstance. But you want to be able to apply that to the person that you're dating. Yeah. So, like, if I were to say, like, this is going to sound weird. Hold on. Let me use a random boy's name. (laughs) <laughs> Michael. Michael. That's my brother's name. That's oh, weird. no. Wait, no. Um, 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 I'm going to use... I'm going to... Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I'm going to use Matthew. 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 Yeah, I don't know anybody would
0: imagine, so it won't be weird.
1: Okay. If I was dating Matthew... Okay. Matthew is patient and kind. Matthew is not jealous or boastful or proud. Matthew does not demand its way. Do you see where I'm going? Yeah. Like, you want to be able... So you this this is the way that jesus is because in the end god is love god is the definition of love and if love is all of these things that's what god is that's what jesus is and you want to be like that you want your spouse to be like that you want your boyfriend and girlfriend to be like that so that's the easiest way to treat like this is like literally like the guide on how to treat the person that you're with and even with friendships even i think this goes for anyone in general but specifically relationships like you want to be patient. You wanna be kind. Like you don't wanna be the person that gets easily irritated with everything who just like lashes out in a second. You wanna be patient with them. You wanna be loving. You wanna be you know, you want to fight for for them if you think it's worth it, you know, if it's if it's good for you, you wanna fight for it, you don't wanna give up, you don't wanna lose faith, you wanna be hopeful in it. I think that's like the best way to put it is you just want you wanna love them the way Jesus does. Yeah. Read your Bible. Figure out how Jesus loves you. yep And that's how you should love other people. Yeah. Absolutely. Whatever they are to
0: you, whatever the title is. Yeah, totally. I mean, and I feel like in a relationship people think like they have standards on how they should be, that they need to be everything that the girl wants them to be, or they need to be everything that the guy wants them to be. And like it's it's not you don't need to do that. Yeah. You need to be the way that God wants you to be in a relationship. Mm-hmm. You need to follow the commands, the rules, the the standards that god has for you Mm -hmm. in a relationship or even a relationship with him yeah because nothing nothing is going to come out of a relationship if you don't have god in the middle Mm -hmm. and yeah maybe maybe you would work out if like all the people that aren't christians yeah you guys could work out but it's not going to be as close or it's not going to have communication it's not going to have truth as it would if you had god in the middle of that relationship there's
1: something so special about like the friendships i have with my Christian friends mm-hmm. versus the friendships I have with my non-Christian Absolutely. friends. Absolutely. so different. Yeah. And I love my friends who aren't Christian. I love them to death. Yeah. I still, like, I'll, I love talking to them. I love hanging out with them. Yeah. But there's something, like, there's this special connection that you have with other Christians around you. Not to say, I want, I feel like we're, like, hyping up Christians. Like, there's no toxic Christians ever. Yeah, yeah. Dude, like- every boyfriend I've had has been a boyfriend from church. <laughs> And not all of them have worked out. Like, there were two really solid ones in there. They were my two most recent exes. They were solid. They were great. Love them to death. Mm-hmm. Literally, two of my closest friends. The rest of them, though, ooh, those were, like, the most faithful servants. They, like, served every Sunday. They served every Tuesday. They served on the landing. Oh, One of them wow. started the landing, um, like, four years ago. Oh, wow. Bro, these men were toxic. And I'm hoping that Jesus worked through them. I'm hoping they're working out now Yeah, since they're married. I hope. You know, I hope they're treating their wives with wow. respect. <laughs> but <laughs> this isn't to say that, like, every Christian guy that goes to church is going to be the greatest thing in the world. Because just because you meet someone who goes to church and you meet someone who's faithful and they're serving. Like, the guy that I dated in high school, he wanted to be a youth pastor. He is a youth pastor now. And when we dated, he cheated on me. He cheated on me with a used to and oh wow he, it was terrible it was awful and he was a he was a narcissist he was emotionally verbally abusive like calling me names in front of my family and calling me ugly tore me completely away from my friends and family would make me think that like everybody hated me he was the only person in my life that i could rely on like so awful it was terrible i was completely ruined like my whole senior year wow. because he and this was a guy who was a youth leader, wanted to be a youth pastor, his whole family's involved in the church. Like, you know, everyone thought he was this great guy and he wasn't, he was terrible. And so I'm not saying that like, just because you meet a guy at church means he's going to be perfect for you. Absolutely. That's definitely not what it means. And I was that girl too. When I, you know, when I was in college, I was going to church faithfully, you know, doing what I needed to do. And then, um, Mm -hmm. like I was, You know, I was going to church all the time and serving and blah, blah, blah. I was on the worship team. I was leading worship. But I was a drug addict. I was getting high. I was, you know, sleeping around. I was not being a good person at all. Yeah. So that's not to say that I was any better, but you're going to find people like that. Who are going to the church and who may not be completely saved. So... I just don't want people to be like, "Okay, the next guy I meet at church, that's my that's my husband." Like, yes. no. <laughs> pray about it. Like, yeah. really think about it. That's why you want to have a list because you really you really can see someone's like true colors come out like when you have that list. When you're able to identify like, "Oh, this is what I want and this person does not have that. They have the complete opposite." Yeah. Or get this list on in 1 Corinthians. Like, is this person patient? No, he was not. Like, why? absolutely not. Oh, yeah. would yell at me for being, like, a minute late. Mm-mm. Wow. Like, yeah, you just, you want to be really careful with it. You want to be really careful with your heart. You want to be, you are worth the standards. You are worth having someone wait for you. You are, sorry.
0: <laughs> you are
1: worth, you are worth it. Like, God says you're worth it. hmm Your husband and your wife will say that you're worth it. Period.
0: Yeah. That's absolutely. It. That's so good. Wow. <laughs> I'm actually confident about this topic. I actually... I was excited. I thought I wasn't going to be able to, like, like relate at all,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but knowing that most of the topics are about friendship, oh, and yeah. even, even like, most of it was about dating and marriage and all that, I can relate that to the future, because oh, yeah. the day that I get a boyfriend, I'm going to know what to do and what not to do.
1: Yeah, you're going to bring him to me, yeah. and I'm <laughs> going to meet him, and like...
0: What's your name? What's your birthday?
1: What's your social security number? What are your intentions?
0: How many times Do you to go to church? church? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. What devotional are you doing right now? <laughs> what's what's uh, Jeremiah 2911? <laughs> if, the whole thing. And the most important question, what football team do you like? Oh, my lord. And if
1: it's not the Broncos, you're not dating Isa, Sorry. I don't even like the Broncos. I know what I do.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my lord. It's okay. Anyway. Now we know who I'm going to go to for my relationship. Anyways. Uh, thank you so much for coming. You're welcome. This thank is you for having this me. is good. Of course, I had to have a leader on you, oh, especially love you, you girl. love you, girl. I'm so proud of you. I'm proud of you. Oh, <sighs> Come on. on. All right, so we're crying. We're so, both crying. <laughs> we're <both> crying. <laughs> All right, guys. So I will see you guys in episode seven. Woo. I cannot believe it's almost seven. Three more, and it's gonna be season two after three more oh, my episodes. Gosh. I hope to come back. Of course. Of course. All right. So excited. Thank you guys so much for listening to episode six, and we will see you on the next episode. Peace out. Bye.